Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hey everyone, Katherine Avery with ProductivityByDesign.com. Hope you all are doing great today. I am super excited about today's podcast because today's video slash podcast is all about who you are. What's your style? I don't mean how you dress. What's your personality or workplace style, your productivity style? How do you manage your space and how do you manage your time? There are no wrong answers. There are no wrong people. There are only different types of folks. And when I work with busy professionals like you, I make certain to get a good sense of who you are so that I can tailor our strategies, our systems, the way we're going to design your space to best fit your personality and to best help you continue to keep the system in place. There's no point in creating something new and shiny and amazing, and then you never use it. It's awful. It's the last thing I ever want to do for any client. I want to make sure that they're set up with systems where they will continue to use them on a day-to-day basis. And as we go through time on this, I will be talking a lot about the different systems. But we've done a big five-week segment all about mindset and core values and how you make choices. And now we're going to move into who you are. And I will tell you a couple of different tests I've taken in the past that are a great way to assess who you are. So the most common one you've probably already heard of is called the Myers-Briggs. They now call it the MBTI and I don't remember what the TI stands for. And you would probably recognize these as being extroverted versus introverted. So in the old days, I was considered an ENFJ, which is an extroverted, intuitive, feeling, judgmental. That was my personality. And I really recently took this test because I was curious. I wanted to see how I've changed because I've embraced my inner introvert. And so I realize now that I need a lot more time to buy myself to recharge. And so sure enough, the test results were a little different. They were ISFJ, which is introvert, sensing, feeling, judgmental. So if you did this test a lot of years ago, it'd be fun for you to do it again. It's an interesting way to find out who you are and what you're about. So you can see there's an extroverted, introverted scale, and that's how you deal with recharging and where you gain your energy from. And I love talking about introverts because we're very, very different. And there's most of the world is extroverted. Most of the world thrives on being with other people. There's a small segment of us, and many of us are creatives who are introverted. We recharge by being alone. I prefer to just be reading a book to being out with a huge crowd of people at a big party. Or I prefer being out with just say one other couple, having a lovely evening in a quiet place, enjoying a nice dinner. 
That's all very sort of introverted behavior. Key here is to recognize that introverted does not mean you're shy. I am not shy. Oh my God, my friends would tell you. I'm not shy. I'll walk right up to somebody in the grocery store and start a conversation. I'm great with the one-on-one. And it's not that I never go out and deal with big groups of people, because of course I do. But what I've learned that's important about being an introvert is I need to recharge for the rule of thumb I learned was two hours for every one hour I'm out. So if I'm at a three-hour networking event with a whole group of people, I'm going to need the next six hours to be totally quiet, downtime, recharging. This does not mean I don't love spending time with my family. I do. We have a great time. They're wonderful. But it is more often than not that you will come into our house and there are three introverts in this house and we will all be in our separate corners doing our own thing. It's not unusual to see. It doesn't mean we all don't love each other and don't have a great time and don't go to a movie or do things together. We do. We just sometimes need our own downtime. And it's really neat because we all really recognize that and give each other the space we need. So that's E versus I. Then you've got N, which is for intuitive because otherwise it would conflict with introvert and intuitive and sensing. Intuitive is sort of like you come from a place of sure intuition and sensing is, you know, I'm really not very good on the intuitive sensing thing and I'm not going to try to explain it. Just go with it. So then there's feeling and thinking. And then there's, I'm not going to remember the one that goes with judgmental. At any rate, I know mine. You could go find out yours. It's really simple to find a Myers-Briggs test online. MBTI, just search it. That's amazing. Another one is Fascinate by Sally Cogshead. I actually have the book and it's all about how you make your brand impossible to resist. Now that has more to do with who you are and then how it's going to affect your marketing and how you're going to be out there in the world as you're marketing yourself. Strengths Finder by Tom Rath. And Strengths Finder, they tell you to take a look at your top five. So my number one is connectedness. What does that mean? It means that I connect everything, whether it's connecting some really interesting thing I heard at the opera that now I want to bring to bear on a design of a space, whether it's connecting different people. A lot of people who are in my inner circle would know that quite frequently in the morning, I check Harrow, help a reporter out, and then I connect the people to those reporters. So. It could be that I see a topic on sleep and my client, Ingrid, is the baby sleep whisperer. And if there's an article about sleep, I'm going to be sending that to her to let her know. So it's not just about connecting people. It's also about connecting ideas, thoughts, concepts, and also people to that. So that's connectedness. I'm going to look at the book to see what my other ones are. Input. Input is about bringing in information, which is closely related to learner, which was my third one. So I'm very much about connecting knowledge, ideas, et cetera, and learning them. And very much about learning for the sake of learning, not necessarily for getting the degree or the certificate or whatnot. There's also something out there called DISC. I have not taken DISC. I hear it's amazing and really great for productivity that a lot of people use that in their offices to get a sense of how people can be productive and how they're going to work effectively in their office. And what I'm going to promise you is before my next podcast slash video, I will take the DISC assessment and let you know much more about it. The last one that I want to mention is the Core Values Index. And that, again, goes is sort of similar to the MBTI. It's very much about what do you value the most in the world? And I was laughing because when I took it, it was all about valuing people and connections and family. And I already sort of, we sort of knew that already, which is great. No problem. It's great information. 
So where I really want to go today is to something called TSSI, and that is the Time and Space Style Inventory. So this was based on a book by, I'll never say their names right, I'm going to try though, Sunny Schlinger and Roberta Roche. And it is an organizational approach to what are really the two key factors in your productivity. Everybody wants to learn about time management. Everybody thinks if they had more hours in the day, if they had more time, if they knew how to use their time more effectively, time, 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 time. So the bad news is it's not just about your time, it's about your space and whether or not your space uplifts your energy and helps you feel really good in your office space so that you can be more effective with your time. You can more effectively manage your space, which then will also help you be more efficient with your time. So what this means is we need to take a look at who you are in your style. And the first thing we're going to look at is how you be in your space. How is your space for you? Does it make you comfortable? Are you someone who leaves everything out? Are you someone who puts everything away? Are you a mix? I am notorious for shoving something in a drawer. Right now, my drawers are super tidy. I'm so proud of myself. I went through them and organized them and got them so that there's only basic office supplies in them, and it's amazing. I also went through all my old business cards, and I threw a ton away today. So just people who I hadn't been in touch with in a really long time, who I know have either moved on to a new company, et cetera. It was great to clean that out. I did that today. I tend to have a very clear desk space. I cannot work and be creative with a whole bunch of stuff on my desk. So I'll call that white space. Super important for creatives to have white space in which they can think. I do have a ton of books on my bookshelves. I love to have reference materials going back to that input and learner piece of my personality. And so therefore, I'm sort of this weird amalgamation of everything out, nothing out. I've learned how to deal with my everything out piece. So let me explain what everything out is. I call them filers and pilers. So everybody, a person who has nothing out, they file everything away. They've got it organized. They may or may not have it organized with a really awesome finding system that allows them to find the things they're looking for. And I can teach you that. Such an awesome system. So now let me know if this is one of your issues. You can't find things you filed away. Or they're pilers and I am sort of a piler. And so one of the things a piler can do is they can have vertical file folders like magazine folders and put the files that are relevant in those. So I have one for finance, i.e. my bookkeeper. I have one for marketing. I have one for my assistant. I have one for a beach house we rent out. And each of those has whatever we need in those particular categories within those. And that gives me that sort of hit I need of being able to immediately touch what I want to access. That being said, over time, I've gotten much better about the whole filing thing. And I've actually put those magazine file folders away in a cabinet that's easily accessible. So that's space. What else can I tell you about space? So this goes back to flow. And I mentioned, and I'm going to see if I can get it right, Mahali Chaslinski's book, Flow. In order for you to be in flow, you have to know how you work best in space and then have systems that support you within it. So that's space and that's design. And then there's time. So time is how you handle your time. Are you a last minute procrastinator type person? And that may not be a bad thing if that's what gets you motivated. If I know this podcast has to be recorded by tomorrow, and it does, 
and it is currently 4.15 in the afternoon, and it has to be recorded by tomorrow. I mean, I've been told it has to be in by tomorrow. And I know that I've got meetings that start at 7 tomorrow morning, and they go straight through. It's not getting recorded tomorrow, right? So the podcast has to happen today. Okay, so I've managed to successfully procrastinate this from 9 o'clock this morning. I had other things come up. I had other things I had to do. That's Some of that's true. Some of it's simply that I did not want to do this and I put it off a little bit. Sorry, that's the God's honest truth. Some of it, and it's really, this is the biggest reason I struggled to get this podcast done today, is there's this other assessment tool and it's driving me bonkers because it's an amazing assessment tool and I can't find it. And so finally, I kind of had to say, you know, just do it. And I'm recording the podcast. And so what I promise you is when I find that, I will talk about that when I talk about DISC. And I will also put all this information in the show notes for you so that you know what these various assessment tools are. It's really important to have that opportunity to try these different assessment tools. And that is why I'm going to put them below in the show notes. So TSSI, Time, Space, Style, Inventory, the assessment was set up by my friend Sina. And when I start work with a client, that's the very first thing I give them. I give them a questionnaire saying, what do you like about your office? What don't you like about your office? What must stay? What can go? What systems do you have in place now, et cetera. But then I also use this inventory to determine where people are on the spectrum of, of their organizational skills. No judgment, no negative. I'm a big believer that everyone has their unique personality and profile, and there's no reason for me to judge. I am a judgment-free zone. I have had an office in the past that was crazy making. I had 10 years of magazines. I had to bring in organizers to help me get it to a reasonable point. And then the reason I started with mindset is because when I cleaned out that office and brought these organizers in for six, seven hours, and we're talking, we were in our old house. So it's like at least eight years ago, I'm going to guess more like 10 years ago. What happened was, was suddenly the space was empty and I felt unprotected and it was just me in the business alone. And oh my gosh, I have to work on this business and it's all about me. The clutter was helping me feel safe. The clutter was helping me feel like, oh, well, there's all this clutter. So that's why I'm struggling. Uh, the, the clutter was like a security blanket of sorts. And it was when I took that security blanket away, now what? So I think it's important to recognize that there are going to be mindset issues that come up as you declutter a space, as you set new systems in place, there are going to be challenges that come along with that. And, it's, and, and what you want is someone who's been there and done that. I have been there. I have done that. I know what it's like to sit in that space of, oh my word, there's nothing in the room. After about a week, I absolutely loved it. But I had to go through a process of dealing with that and saying, wow, this is my new normal. Okay. We talk about new normal and, you know, cancer survivorship and your new normal. I'm not sure I really love the new normal, but hey, it's a lot better than the alternative, which is six feet under. This is also going to be your new normal as you create your new space, create your new systems and create your new time management skills. It's going to be the new thing you do. And it's going to take time and it's like a muscle that you have to exercise. So 
and you know, I'm hardcore. I exercise every single morning, even if it's just a walk. I'm going to, okay, that's probably not fair. I probably exercise six mornings a week minimum. I do that because I know I have to keep that habit. It's part of my new normal. My new lifestyle is that I exercise. So this is going to be a little bit like exercising, but we can make it super fun. I promise I can tell you my clients, we have a blast and I really honor the space they're in and where they're at. So one of my clients, I'll never forget it. I was trying to help her figure out the difference between a reference file, something you refer to as needed, and an action file, some project that you're going to work on now. And when you're looking at action files versus reference files, you really don't want to have 25 action files and no reference files. So if you've got 25 projects you want to work on now, your brain is not going to be able to figure out what you should work on next. So a great rule of thumb is to have only three projects you're going to complete this week, whatever they are. And it may be that you're doing steps towards those three projects in any given week. So for example, I'll take myself. This week, I am working on getting notes out, uh, PR notes to a mailing list. I'm sending out 20 of them this week and they are handwritten. So it's not like it takes three seconds to get them out. I'm working on a TV interview. I'm going to be interviewed on TV on Thursday. So I'm preparing for that and getting that ready. And then my other goal was I had to put out two podcasts this week because next week is a holiday week, which is the week of July 4th. So you'll actually be hearing this on July 4th or right after, because you may not be listening to a podcast on July 4th, you're probably going to be with your family enjoying this very special holiday in the US of A. And if you are not in the US of A, you are going to be doing something else. Maybe you'll be at work. So I had to help her get to three to five projects that were her priority that could be action files. And there was a real struggle as she was trying to decide what was most important to her. And I said, look, you know, you're still going to have them in reference. They're not going away, these projects. But what are the three to five things that would really light you up right now that you really want to do next in your business? Fascinatingly enough, she has gone on to do something completely different, wonderful woman, and is running an exercise studio now. And I'd be very curious to know if that was one of her many, many projects. I can't remember because there's a little bit of a privacy thing when you're working with people's files and that you just, it's just sometimes better to not remember everything. <laughs> let people have their privacy, let people have their privacy, let them have their projects and allow them the space to determine what those priorities are going to be. That's a big part of what I do. So kind of went a little afield on how I work with clients because I wanted to illustrate getting to know the client and getting to know what's important to them and understanding. And that could be you. And I would want to understand you first in the process of working with you. I wouldn't want to just come in and shove my system on you. And then all of a sudden you're saying, hey, wait, your system doesn't work. Well, it probably doesn't work because it wasn't the right system for you. So we're going to find out who you are, how you operate, what's your story, how you're what's your role in your business? And then what are the aspects of space and time, you know, the challenges you've got? Actually, my friend Stacy calls them challenge tunities. And I just love that because um, challenges are an opportunity to do something different. So if you're feeling challenged in your business, 
If you're feeling that there's clutter around your desk and you just can't see the white space, if you're late to meetings, if you're constantly being asked for things and they're not ready, I would love to help you. I'd love to determine uh, who you are and which systems I'm aware of that I could help fit you best as you move forward to your amazing success in your business. Again, Catherine Avery with Productivity by Design. I'm so glad you're here. I would love for you to drop questions below. What are things you'd like to hear about next as I'm moving forward with building this content? My next goals, just so you know, are to talk more about each of the different personality types within space and time. But I am completely open to anything else you might want to know about personality testing, productivity, uh, how to set up your office. Please feel free to drop them those questions down below and I will answer them. Until next time, I'm wishing you all your success. If you're in the United States, very happy 4th of July. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.